live and pre-recorded. This is the Red Ticket Blues Podcast. I am Brian Buckley. This is being recorded on October 3rd, 2016. How is everybody doing? You missed me. Just admit it. Stop what you're doing and admit it already. So yeah, the music's a little different in the beginning. Uh, I have my the, the normal Red Ticket Blues music on my other computer. That's right, Buku Money. I, got, I have multiple computers. So the, the Red Ticket Blues, I mean, stock's just going up and up. Multiple computers. So I, I basically just took the most popular song on the uh, Train Spotting soundtrack because I am in Edinburgh, Scotland right now. So really cheap alternative, uh, you know, right to YouTube, boom, got it. Uh, and we move on. So how's everybody doing? I know my last podcast, I said I wasn't sure if I'd be doing another uh, show. It's, it's hard to think. I, I know I do this and people listen to it, but like the idea of me doing a show, it's just, it's hard to fathom sometimes. I'm a show. Yeah, I'm a fucking performer. Um yeah, I didn't, wasn't sure if I was going to do anything. Obviously, nothing last week. The last podcast was on the 23rd, where if you're keeping score at home, I rebounded in week three in the NFL picks three and fucking O. So just, just in case you were wondering, which brings me to what? What is that? That would make me five and five and four, right? Five and four and no picks last week because I was completely negligent to all the people that listened to my show. And uh, for that, I apologize. I am a inconsiderate, self-indulged asshole. But if you've listened long enough, you already know that. So I am right now in, like I said, in Edinburgh, Scotland. Beautiful city. I'd never been here. I really had no idea. Uh, Again, we made the trip to Europe, to the uh, United Kingdom. Uh, My wife had some work in uh, Oxford. And, um, you know, we we figured we'd go to London. said, you know what, why don't we take the train to Scotland? And it's it's a really really nice city. It it's it's got that old charm. If you've ever been to Madrid or uh, you know any of those European cities where like the main town still has like those old buildings, really get that same sense here. Um, people are friendly here. People in Oxford were assholes. I'll tell you, I have no problem saying that. You know, just and I wasn't even being an ugly American. I was trying to be as polite as possible at all times, all times. And, uh, you know, it's just one of those, you know, somebody asked me a question, I answered it incorrectly, like a waiter or bartender or something. And I said, oh, I'm sorry. You know, in that situation, it's normally where a person would go, oh, don't worry about it. Oh, it's okay. And they they just look at me. You know, it's instances like that where just stuck up assholes, which, you know, it's a college town. And uh, I guess it's to be expected. I don't know. I didn't think that much. They're asshole Americans. I see them everywhere. I wasn't being that asshole American. So just came up. I was just... Uh, in the last hour, I smoked my first Cuban cigar. And I'll tell you something. I'll be completely honest. It tasted like every other fucking cigar I've ever smoked. So slightly disappointing, but I could uh, cross that off the list. Um, I've had a Cuban cigar. So I'm not a big cigar guy anyways, uh, but it tasted like virtually every cigar I've ever smoked. So that's uh, to all of you out there, so you know. Uh, didn't watch a ton of sports, uh, you know, migrating, to, not migrating, but um, transitioning to that. I guess migration, right? We don't usually associate it with a speech, but uh, transitioning. I didn't see a ton of sports, so I'm not going to go over all the NFL games as if I watched them, because I didn't. Um, and I think I'm actually, I'm going to look at some of the scores. I, I already saw some. We're going to look at them together, and I'll give you my initial comments, knowing nothing about the game, which I'm sure you'll all fucking appreciate, which should be just great listening. Um, so let's see. Right now, I am drinking. That's, that's what people, by the way, I got to Edinburgh on Saturday night here, and 
my wife and I, we decided to walk around. You know, we, we got in at like five or six. We decided to walk around the uh, Royal Mile. You know, touristy bullshit, but it's still good. My God, everyone was shit-faced at like eight o'clock. I get it. It's a college town, University of Edinburgh. is like right across the street from where we're staying. Um, Airbnb. It, not that I'm reinventing the wheel here. This, this is, Airbnb is perfect. I know some people are skeeved out by the idea of staying in someone's home. Yeah, well, you should be skeeved out too by staying in hotel rooms too because those are probably even fucking more gross. But uh, I get New York City, 2 a.m. Everyone's drunk. It was 8 p.m. People are laying in the streets. People are having trouble walking, need people on both sides of them to help them walk. I mean, what a bunch of fucking washes. I, I was shocked. And I know this part of the this part of the world, England, Ireland, Scotland, they 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 love their sauce, but wow, that was my, my liver hurt just looking at some of these fucking people. So Speaking of drinking, so I'm drinking a, uh, let's see, Joker IPA. It's wickedly hoppy, Williams. Uh, it's brewed and bottled in Scotland. And I think their uh, alcohol content here is a little bit different. They're like, yeah, yeah, it's a pretty strong beer. It's like 4.3. And it's 4.3. It's like a Bud Light. But uh, this is 5%. So let's, let's try this. It's okay. I noticed a lot of the beer sucks, to be completely honest. A lot of the beer here sucks, and as you may know, uh, this area of the world, a lot of food sucks too. That it's just the way it is. It's not the, uh, the this this area of the world is not known for their cuisine. We'll put it that way. They're known for their snootiness in Oxford, and uh, they're pounding the sauce. Like I said, pounding on those drinks. So, um, let's 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 start with uh, what should, should we start with sports or should we start with my trip so far? Because uh, they're both pretty pretty comparable, I'd say. So let's let's talk about uh, what's this? I got some notes here. I actually wrote down notes. Um, let's let's start with uh, tourists, okay? Um, I am a tourist, and when any of you go anywhere, uh, you are tourists. So we've we've got we've broken down those walls. In case you were, she's come on, Brian. Um, there are different kinds of tourists. We went to Edinburgh Castle today, which it's, you know it's pretty interesting. It's on the top of this hill, looking over the whole city. Uh, and by, by the way, if you've ever been to Edinburgh, my wife and I hiked up Arthur's Seat, which is this enormous hill that looks over all of Edinburgh. Christ almighty, I am not 18 years old anymore. That was ridiculous. I uh, just fell to the ground at the top, I think. Not even at the top. I was like halfway. Uh, and people, I think, thought I was dead. It, uh, th- that was, th- was not expecting that. Um, people said it was a beautiful day. I mean, yeah, it was like, yeah, 55, 60 degrees. Yeah, it's cold here, as you can imagine. It's, they're like, oh, yeah, it's beautiful. It's 25 degrees. Not knowing that they haven't converted for me, duh. But uh, so we're at Edinburgh Castle today, and you know, some tourists—I swear to God—they they are just the fucking worst. And, and this is not racist. This is not prejudice. I think we all know this. This is—it's a long reputation. Some Asian tourists, man, they are in their own mindset sometimes, taking pictures of the most insignificant things you could possibly imagine. I say to my wife. What do they do with all these pictures? I mean, the terabytes in their external hard drives must be comparable to NASA with how fucking big these things are. Um, just huge. Uh, but, but some of the, I mean, signs. I, I saw some of them walking in, some, some Asian tourists walking in and taking a picture of the first sign as we're walking out. I'm thinking, my God, if he's taking a picture of every sign, then he's going to have at least 1,500 photos. It's, it's going to be insane. But just the, the pushing and the, the, 
I encountered this a lot in Paris too. Just the, the, the pushing and the shoving to, to get to what? To nothing. They don't even know. You're just getting to something. And, but that exactly, I'll tell you what, that does not apply to all Asians. That applies to a lot of tourists. Like, hurry up, hurry up, move, you know, they're on your ass. And I get it. You're in a different, different area of the world. They're not used to your social skills, Brian, that are just elite, like Joe Flacco, up on the top. And you're not, you're not used to this, okay? But some of these people are in a rush to get to it. What is it? They don't fucking know. They're just trying to get there. I, I don't understand it. That's, that's one kind of tourist, the rush to get to whatever. Then there's the other tourists who, again, they could be Asian or not, um, they, they, they look at nothing. They take pictures of everything and then move. Not one more second to even observe what it is. All right, that's that click. That's that click. Move on. Hey, we want to enjoy it a little bit. I'm not saying spend four hours staring at a dot, but it's just... I, I don't get some tourists sometimes. I it just... And I, I don't know. I, I, I try to be on my best behavior because I don't want to be classified as that ugly American. Oh, look at me. Oh, I want to be loud and I want to be obnoxious. I want things the way they are, where, where I'm from. Why would you never leave home? <laughs> yeah, things like that. Now he's in some store in Oxford and I walk in and, and uh, they, they charge you a little bit. I know I'm jumping all over the place. They charge you a little extra to use uh, the, 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 you know, your credit card. I think it was 50 pence, which I guess is cents. And um, so he says, yeah, it's 50 cents extra. I got ah, it's no, 50 pence. I said, that's ah, no big deal. He just goes, oh, yeah, you guys are all rich. I'm like, okay. Not sure. What, excuse me. I'm not sure what that means. But um, after the transaction's done, he's like, oh, where are you guys from? And I'm like, oh, uh, United States. And he just looks at me with this like shit-eating grin and goes, oh, God bless you. And I'm just like, I, I laughed it off. But as soon as I walked out, I was just like, what the hell was that? What just happened? I was nothing but courteous. <sighs> Whatever, man. Whatever. Tourists. It's taking pictures of everything. There's nothing to take a picture of. People that just, or the people that just walk into a small space, just stand there. Do you not notice the thousand other people here that are not here to observe you in the middle of their fucking walkway? Move. You get that at the supermarket, the mall. You get that everywhere. It's another thing that angers me. Along with the many things, but... So tourists in general, most of them suck. I, I try to fit in as much as I can wearing my Yankee hat and looking American as apple pie, but I try, I try to do my best. Um, I was in a bar yesterday, yesterday. Yeah. Uh, what a fucking bar. So I go, it's called the Royal Oak, which uh, we walk in, my wife and I, and uh, there's a guy playing some folk music, very, very calm, very nice. And he got some bum next to him singing along with it. No TV in the place. And you have another guy at the bar. And, you know, once you're already in a bar, it's one thing to peek in and go, eh, fuck this place, I'm not going in. But once you're already halfway in, it's, it's tough to just be like, all right, this ain't happening, and uh, just turn around. So, by the way, I apologize if the sound quality is not that good. Not, that good. not, not well. Uh, I'm doing this with my headphones. Uh, not prepared. Did not bring a microphone. But I'm going to truck a microphone all the way across the country. Across the country, across the world. It's not all about the United States, Brian. Yes, it is. But I'm in this bar. And um, so the guy next to me, I guess he's from Scotland, but he just came here. Uh, he'd been living in Vegas for the last 18 years, and he just came back a few months ago. Weird guy. Uh, but nice. He chatted up with me. Big Trump guy. 
and uh, he didn't really push it on me, but you know, he told me how bad Hillary was and everything. I say, hey, what do we, I completely fucking agree. Um, they're both disgusting human beings. Like, can, can we just all agree on that? These people that are so for one side, you're out of your mind. Stop lying to yourself. Oh, Trump, he's going to change everything. Oh, Hillary, she inspires me. They do nothing. They're they, they not going to do any of that for you. You're going to vote for one of them. I understand that. But stop trying to act as if one of them is a savior for our country because they're not. But I'm sitting in there and talking to this guy. And then this other guy comes in. Really, he's like the prototypical, just like Scottish hooligan. I don't know if that actually is a Scottish hooligan, but he's older. He's completely bald. Looks like he's, you know, decades of drinking on his face. Just looks like a real uh, member of the United Kingdom. He has that look, you can tell. And he just looks at me at a certain point and goes, how the fucking you people, why are you going to elect Donald Trump? He's a fucking crazy man. And I'm just like, hey, man, he, he, he is a crazy man. That They're both pretty bad. And then he starts just yelling at me about guns. He's like, you people in your fucking constitution from 400 years ago. And I'm thinking, well, yeah, it's not 400 years ago. But, but I'll spare you the mathematics. But I said, yeah, no, listen, I'm not a gun guy. It's the truth. I've never fired a gun. I've never owned a gun. But at the same time, I think people have a right to bear arms. I, like, I, I do understand. I don't think people should have assault rifles and, uh, you know, uh, bazooka launchers. I, I think that should uh, be, be restricted. Now, I also don't live in the Shangri-La, Nirvana, Sublime, just uh, Oasis. Yes, I'm just naming bands from the 90s now. Um, world where if you eliminated guns in the United States that our deaths would go down and all these mass shootings would stop. The deaths may go down a bit. You think all these mass shootings are going to stop? You're nuts. So when I hear politicians say, gun control, gun control, gun control after a mass shooting, eh, that, that's cute, but I don't, really don't think it's relevant. People are going to get the guns they want. That's the way I look at it. And again, I'm not a gun guy. I've never even, I don't even know if I've ever held a gun in my hand. But anyways, he starts yelling at me about that. The other guy then reveals he's a Trump fan to him. They start going back and forth at it. You can tell the guy next to me is not happy because he's looking at me as if when he's talking to the other guy, which is never a good sign because I feel like something's about to happen. Like he's going to be like, yeah, here's my right to bear arms. It's whatever. But that was, that was, that was my, um, you know, bringing me back to the United States talking about Trump. You fucking people. He's a fucking lunatic. He's crazy. You don't want him. He's going to start World War fucking three with that pudgy fucking asshole in North Korea. I'm thinking, hey. You never know. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not sitting here disagreeing with you, man. Uh, so I, I'm, not, I'm not sure what he really wanted to gain out of the conversation. I, I like when I get people in that way when I'm diplomatic to both sides. It's ah, you know. And when when I said to him, I go, "It's never going to happen, man." You know, it, it, this country, there's too many. There's, there's a history and obsession with guns from so many people that you're never going to get to change the Second Amendment of the Constitution. He just gave me that old man. I don't want to because this is how this is how arguments end in bars. There's no point where it goes, you know, this is a great conversation. I'm, you really made a lot of wonderful points that I'm going to take home with me as I go on my travels. It's, it's been a pleasure. And, uh, you know, it's, it's all on this side of the table. <laughs> no, they usually end in getting into a fight or the old man waving, saying, I don't want to debate anymore with just the hand waving at it and going, ah, well, fuck you. That, that's, that's how debates or discussions end lively ones in bars. There is no, thank you for this, shake hands, walk out. What a delightful fellow. That was quite a conversation. I'll value it always. Doesn't work like that. We all know that.
So, again, Scotland, beautiful city. Oxford, eh, not so much. And on to London tomorrow. Yes, I'm getting on the train, going going to London. Going to London. And uh, I've been there before, so I'm not really sure exactly what we're doing. Uh, we saw the tourist sites before. Um, I know... Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm not sure. So, anyways... Looking at uh, some of the things going on in sports, like I said, uh, 3-0 last week. Uh, week three. Week four, didn't bet. Uh, I, I did bet. Arizona Cardinals fucking suck, by the way. Boy, what a team. What a fall from grace. And, you know, the Panthers, uh, they're not like looking too hot either. So two playoff teams are just uh, sort of disintegrating in front of our eyes. But let's, uh, let's, let's start with baseball here. Um, New York Yankees say goodbye. They made it interesting, folks. What you can't be mad. It would, it was the cliche playing with house money since this youth revival. Ever since A Rod said goodbye, he got on his plane like Nixon and put his peace signs and said goodbye. Well, he was, well, and Nixon got a helicopter, but you get the deal. He got his aviation vehicle and flew away. All of a sudden, the team changed, um, and it was it was really a pipe dream that they'd ever make the playoffs. But we, it, they could, they it was. This is the part where I forget how to speak. Uh, let me have another drink. It was more than we ever could have expected. And I'm um, looking forward to next year. The pitching is uh, still an issue. you got CeCe Zabathio. What is he? Luis, Luis Severino. Who is he? Tanaka. I mean, Tanaka, doesn't, it seems like Tanaka is like 36 years old, but he's like 27, I think. Um, I think he has one more year left. I really did not do a ton of research here. Uh, he has one more year left where he can then uh, opt out. And the Yankees are probably going to be at the mercy because mercy of him and his giant demands because they need pitching bad. And Tanaka went through the year. Um, he went through, had an excellent year, an absolutely excellent year. Uh, no real health issues. I mean, yeah, he, he missed that, uh, a start there late in the year. But in reality... Uh, it, it was a great year. Uh, Tanaka, I mean, more than you probably... I think some people have already looked at Masahiro Tanaka and said, they, they got they got screwed. The Yankees got screwed. I mean, he, he's not he's not that guy that we saw in the first half of the first year that they, he was there. But I still think we don't know exactly what we have with Masahiro Tanaka. I mean, it was, a, a, again, a great year. Where was he in the ERA? He actually dipped to third, 3.07, number one. Uh, Sanchez out of Toronto, or three, and Verlander, three or four. So, I mean, right in the conversation. So, so it's all we could have hoped for with the New York Yankees. And I'm looking forward to next year. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, what am I working for the Yankees here? It's going to be a lot of fun. Pride, power, pinstripes. Make sure you get out there to Yankee Stadium. Get your seats between the bases. Uh, so, goodbye, Yankees. Mets are still here. The Mets, and what a game for that playing game. Talk about a pitcher's duel. This is what the term pitcher's duel is invented for. Madison Bumgarner and Noah Syndergaard. I mean, does it get any bigger than that? Those are two just behemoths. And don't forget Anthony Wrecker's ass, because that will make an appearance, perhaps. Anthony Wrecker's butt has a Tumblr page now. Wow. That's, uh, is that really necessary? I mean, how many different places are we going to... This is... Or is it always had a Tumblr page? Okay, three weeks ago. All right, so that maybe that, that's different. Here's his own. Let's see, I read something different. Uh, oh, this is different. Hold on a second. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Was it Anthony Wrecker? I just put in Mets ass, and that's the name that came up. Maybe I'm completely fucking misinformed. 
Okay, so maybe it hasn't been revealed yet. I, mean, I was just looking here. Um, okay, so take take that one away. But uh, how about SNY? I mean, first it was like Ike Davis's penis, and now it's an unknown ass, or maybe unknown to Brian's ass. It didn't sound right. Um, but hey, how about that? But no, the Mets, I mean, I, I don't see any long-term uh, growth in the playoffs, per se. If they can win this game, I mean, they're in it, and it, it, that's all that matters. They're, they're in it, and I just don't think, I mean, with so many injuries and everything that's happened to that team, it's a miracle the way they finished. And they had a, a schedule that helped them, but that, that doesn't matter. That you play, you play to win the game, you play the games on your schedule. Playoffs are a little different. I don't think I don't see them going very far. We'll put it that way. So. Well, who I do see going very far, and it's a little scary, is the Boston Red Sox. That offense is just ridiculous, and the pitching has really been a lot better. I mean, Rick Porcello is probably going to win the Cy Young, and it scares me. Uh, I do not see need to see that fat, phony fraud, David Ortiz, um, go out as a World Series champion. That would be the worst thing. I'd rather have any other team in the playoffs win the World Series than the Boston Red Sox. And that's really not going on on a limb saying that. But that guy, that guy, I am so, in Yankee Stadium, but back to the Yankees for a second, you fucking Yankee fans, you are pathetic. You are absolutely pathetic. You find a mirror. I'll wait. Did you find it? Did you cheer for him at that game? You're pathetic. Say it. That's disgusting. That man who, you know, what happened to Jose Fernandez in that boating accident was terrible. And I swear, he has cast a fucking spell over this world. You know, Jose Fernandez dies in a tragic boat accident, okay? And what does David Ortiz do? And listen, I, I think he does genuinely care. I mean, they were, I don't know if they were friends, but I think he was very taken back by the fact that Fernandez said, you were my favorite player, yada, 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 all that. But David Ortiz, and this wasn't the Tampa Bay Rays saying this. This was David Ortiz tells MLB Network, I told the Rays that I'd like my gifts in private uh, and just so we could have a moment of silence to honor Jose Fernandez. Boy, you are just so great. And I see all the comments from all these brainless assholes on, on Twitter. Oh, what a class act. You know, he does it the right way. Yeah, listen, Poppy gets it. The guy went out of his way to tell you how great he is in the wake of a man's death. That's shitty, man. Sorry, that's the way I see it. That's really shitty. Hey, 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 I, I want my gifts, the gifts. This, 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 this goodbye party stuff. And I, this is, has nothing to do with the fact that it's David Ortiz. I told you from the beginning, this shit is sickening. I am tired of anyone. And I know a lot of them have been for Yankees. I'm tired of any opposing fan base have to give gifts. Well, the fan base doesn't, but opposing teams have to give gifts. Gifts. What is this? Are they the Pope? Oh, yes. Oh, here's a gift from you from the townspeople here. Oh, my God. That's like when the, the maid in Seinfeld, she got the cashmere. Here, here, cashmere. Oh, my God. I'm so sick of it. I'm, I'm so sick of it. It's never going to fucking end. Oh, oh, they had a party for him. Oh, I'm waiting. What I'm waiting for is the first egomaniac 
who is retiring, who is expecting a gift-giving ceremony and doesn't get it, and then bitches and moans about it during the season. Well, you know, it's my last game in Houston. You know, I, I just thought I'd be getting some cowboy boots or something, but, you know, they just want to disrespect a living legend like this. Then, well, I mean, that, that's, that, that's, that's their prerogative. Maybe that's why they've, you know, they, they've had such a shitty history before. I don't think they've ever won a uh, championship, have they? I don't think so. I'm waiting for that. But this whole gift-giving garbage is just so sickening. But you Yankee fans, back to my main point. You Yankee fans, you're not fans. I'm not telling you you had to boo them because I'm not saying that's what that's what that's would have made it better. You know what I would have done? I would have done nothing, or waited would have waited for his last at bat and then given a clap, which I probably wouldn't have done. But I still think that is the most reasonable. So the great Simon and Yonkers had a tweet that said, uh, "I don't have it in front of me, but I'll paraphrase." If he was that great, Brian, maybe then you should, you should read it. Well, I'm sorry. I apologize to Simon, too. said something along the lines of, you Yankee fans are cheering David Ortiz and doing, a wa- doing the wave as the Yankees were just eliminated from the playoffs. You deserve nothing. And he's right. He's 100% right. You fucking people deserve nothing. Brian, I was at the game and, and, you know, I I cheered him and I didn't think there's, I don't care. I don't even want to hear the rest of that fucking sentence because I'll tell you right now, you're wrong and you're a phony. Now, are there 9 million other things in the world that are of a more importance than cheering a man at a baseball game? Yes. Yes. They're totally up. It's so irrelevant to the game itself. Fans cheered Brian for 10 seconds. You then, I think that's what it was. I wasn't, I yeah, well, I only saw like the 30-second little clip on uh, MLB. And, you know, they like to edit those. But uh, I only saw a yeah, 10-second clip. I mean, t- 10 seconds of uh, clapping. Is that really that angry to get over? No, it's not. But, but that, that, that guy. Because you know he, he wanted that just so he can go, yeah, yeah, I got it there too. I got it there. Anyways, oh, and another farewell. To uh, Vin Scully. Apparently he retired. I didn't hear about this uh, until just now because there wasn't anything about it. Listen, the man has done his job. He's done his job very well for 67 years. That is to be commended in any profession. Any profession. I don't care if you work at a, a, a Burger King and you are the drive through guy. You do that for 67 years, that is commendable. Now, I understand the relationship with the baseball announcer is a little more intimate with the individual than the guy who gives you a Whopper and uh, extra packets of mustard and mayonnaise. But Vin Scully, um, he did announce a baseball game, guys. He, he, he didn't turn water into wine. This is another thing. I mean, I'm someone that loves sports so much. I do a podcast about it. But at a certain point, we all act like blabbering, crying assholes at a certain point and have to realize and put in perspective this is a game, okay, a game. Vin Scully, great job forever. He's singing Bette Midler, Wind Beneath My Wings, in one of the most uncomfortable and awkward things I've ever seen. It's available on iTunes, by the way. You want to hear an 89-year-old man sing? Not well, either. Sorry, guy has a great baseball voice and everything. That's not the... You know, a, lot of, a, lot, a lot of nerve there. You know, car making noise. Um, what was I? Vin Scully, Yes. Not not a great performance. The, the, the pipes aren't there for for the. Uh, did you ever know you're my hero? Which, seriously, at that point they would. That's probably what they compromised and let him do. God knows what he actually wanted to do because at that point when you have Vince Scully retiring, he, he has you over his lap saying, uh, "All right, what what can I do here?" Did that make any sense? That barely made any sense. That that uh, analogy, 
But uh, Vin, we, we love you. Uh, some of you people are out of your minds. You really are. He was a baseball announcer. He deserved the credit. He deserved a, a celebration, say goodbye. But I mean, every game, all these people, and I swear to God, half these people that are, are drooling all over themselves for Vince Scully have probably listened to an equivalent of one game of Vince Scully in their entire life. You have millennials. Oh, Vince Scully. Hey, you're 24. What the fuck do you know? You've never listened to a Dodgers game in your life. Yeah, but he's, he's, he's worked that job for 67 years. So? What, what do you have to contribute to this? Like, what, what's your favorite part about Vince Scully? Um... He, 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 he did games when they were in Brooklyn. Oh, that's nice. Well, what else? Uh, yeah, you don't know. Exactly. Uh, 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 uh. I hate that shit. So goodbye to Scully and Ortiz. Um, and uh, goodbye to the celebration is the more important thing. Actually, that's not true. Because Ortiz now, because he's in the playoffs, will have to do this game every time. So anytime the, the Red Sox are up against... Uh, they're they're going to bring it up regardless if there's a deficit or not. But they're going to go, this potentially... Could be the last at-bat David Ortiz has in front of these Boston Red Sox fans. Seems a little different with with the Yankees. Because were they in the playoffs? I don't think they were in the playoffs for Mariano's last year either. No. So there was never any of that, like, we have to do this game by game by game. But this with Ortiz now, we have to do this every game. Every every last home game of a series. or any, Regardless of the deficit or not. And the whole Fenway crowd has to do the goodbye, thank you, puppy. Or, you know, all that. So we have to do that every fucking Every game. Oh, God. We have Joe Buck's like, this could potentially be the last at-bat for David Ortiz at Fenway Park. And all the fans. Oh, God, you know. All right. Well, we've got the NBA, the NBA, MLB playoffs coming up, and they don't care about MLB here anywhere. I was asking some guy the other day, you guys care about baseball? Not a lick. Okay. Um, but we'll see what's going on. Hopefully, I'll, I, I'll try to do a podcast later on this week. Um, if not, then uh, then I won't. <laughs> uh, did you get that? <laughs> uh, you got your matchups for the MLB playoffs. Um, I'm just trying to look at Twitter here real quick. Uh, this podcast is a lot longer than I thought it would be. I'm at 30 minutes already. Holy Christ. Yeah, so we got the other wild card in the American League, Baltimore-Toronto. Two teams that I think are eventually not going to uh, make a difference because I think the Rangers are going to steamroll them anyways. You got the Red Sox and Indians. That'll start on the 6th of October. Excuse me, that should be a very interesting matchup. Uh, I do worry, uh, knowing that some of the Indian starters are done for the year. So, we'll to see there. Uh, the Cubs will take on the winner of San Francisco and the Mets. Um, hey, the Mets can try to... You know, keep it going. Swept the Cubs last year. Two uh, different teams, so to speak. I think the Cubs will uh, enact revenge there. Dodgers-Nationals should be a good series. And uh, we'll we'll see where where we go from there. Um, Do a quick little uh, NFL here. Do a quick little NFL. Uh, What else? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's let's look at these scores. Let's let's look at this to see if I have any comments. Of course I do. So, uh, no, that was last week. Let me check. Check my three now last week. Three now. Uh, week three. So we got uh, week four here. Oh, no, the Giants are playing tonight. Jeez, I didn't even know that. All right, so uh, Colts, Jaguars. Jaguars won. Well, two shitty teams anyways, but who cares? Colts. Andrew Luck is just going to waste away there. Oh, Mike Francis a cries 500 miles away. Seahawks, Jets. Uh, Jets predictably lose. They're one and three, and they are. And you know, the Seahawks for some reason it feels like they they won their first game of the year. They're for three and one. They've just 
had stretches of playing very bad. Uh, Patriots shut out, which that's that's interesting. Uh, you know, geez, something like that can really uh, get a team going, especially a team that's been in so much drama with uh, Rex Ryan on uh, his him being on the hot seat. Lions, Bears, who really cares? Seventeen, fourteen. Redskins, I'm alive in my knockout pool, which I know none of you care. To them, Browns are 0-4. I could see the Browns going 0-16. It, it could happen. Um, it could could happen, definitely. Falcons, Panthers. The Panthers now are 1-3. Like, like I talked about earlier. I think that's that's some ugly shit. 1-3. Falcons, 3-1. 48-33 in that game. Wow. Raiders, Ravens. Raiders eke it out 28-27. Both teams are 3-1. Oh, the Ravens are 3-0 before. Okay. Texans, Titans, Texans are three and one. Usually, what they do is they'll jump out to a, a good start or a bad start, and then they do the opposite in the second half of the season. So, uh, I never, uh, I never give them any credit ever. Probably because of my hatred of JJ Watt. That might have a lot to do with it. Broncos four and zero, twenty seven to seven over the Buccaneers. Cowboys twenty four seventeen. Did did Colin Kaepernick stand? Oh God, God, please, please. You know, Brian, if you don't care about it, why are you talking about it? Yeah, shut up. Saints, Chargers. I just think he's a phony. Sorry. I think he's a phony. I totally do. Um, Saints, Chargers, 35-34. Saints, their first one of the year. Rams, Cardinals, fucking Cardinals, 17-13. Chiefs, Steelers, 43-14. Did you see, now, the Sports uh, sports Hernia? That's a Twitter account, Sports Hernia. Um, was saying, check to see if you are blocked by Ben Roethlisberger's fan page, whatever, whatever it's called. I don't. It, it's it. The only reason I say it's a fan page is because it specifically says in there it is not Ben Roethlisberger. So I check, and I'm blocked. I've never tweeted at big official Twitter feed for BigBen7.com, the official website of Steelers quarterback Ben Roethlisberger. He does not have a personal page. Um, and I'm blocked on that. And I'm thinking, I've never tweeted at this guy in my life. So obviously this person just searched Ben's name. And, you know, there might have been a few comments about him in the past. I said, uh, Donald Trump, something along the lines of Donald Trump is trying to get all the, uh, you know, public credit he can. But can he get a little higher moral fiber than Don King and uh, Ben Roethlisberger? I think that earned the block right there. So uh, let's just be happy he's not on Twitter. There could be a lot of creepy interactions, um, you know. A lot of, uh, he'd be favoriting a lot of things. If the option was a forcible favorite, he'd probably do that too. You know, a lot of times in sports, I'll say this, a lot of times in sports you hear the race card thrown around, uh, the, the uh, double standards in regards to racial stuff. And, and, and many times I look at it and I go, eh, I don't know about that one. That's a hard sell. That one is unbelievable. I'll tell you something. If Ben Roethlisberger were black, that is one that everyone just forgets about. You know, everyone just glosses that over. I think he's he's the tough, he's the he's the durable, he's the gritty, you know, quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers, representing a hardworking steel town like Pittsburgh. And it just goes over everyone's head, and every he's fine with me. He he's he's just a tough guy. That's a guy you won in the late fourth quarter, especially with a concussion, not knowing where he is. And uh the, <laughs> the NFL concussion protocol is nowhere to be seen. It was like, Yeah, you got a concussion? No, get back in there. Um, but I'll tell you, if some black quarterback did the things that he did, and now he was never arrested, but he was suspended by the NFL for basically forcibly raping a few people, that would be brought up every single time. But for whatever reason, Ben Roethlisberger, it's never brought up. And I, I buy that one. 
anyone wants to say that has to do with race, I buy that a thousand percent. Not even a hundred, but a thousand. That's what people, when they really want to make a point, they say a thousand instead of a hundred. That means, boom, I win. A thousand. Uh, Thursday, Bengals beat the Dolphins. The Dolphins are terrible. And uh, like I said, there, there's something about Ryan Tannehill. Uh, first of all, he's not good. That That's the one thing. Uh, the second thing is he's an asshole. And uh, again, I wish bad things for his professional career because I don't think he's a good person. Along with Ben Roethlisberger, who you know rapes people. And no one cares. Uh, let's see. And uh, that, that's where we're at. The Giants play tonight, and they are playing. I'm sorry. I know I'm not a, a hardcore fan here. I should know who they're playing off the top of my head. But they are playing the Vikings. That's going to be a tough game in Minnesota. Um, yeah, that's that's tonight at 1. Well, for you guys, it's it's tonight at 1.30 a.m. So I'm not staying up to watch that. Packers and Eagles have the week off. Uh, yes. You like that? Uh. Is that all I have here? Uh, well, one thing, Jose Fernandez. Um, that's terrible. And I, I can't remember a guy who was was that young and ready to become a star. He already was a star. He's going to get that Cy Young. I mean, there's no doubt about it. He's in a running to begin with, but he's definitely going to get it now. There's there's not a chance he doesn't get the Cy Young. We all know that. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's just awful. I mean, he wasn't even supposed to pitch. Uh, I mean, they. Push his start back, so he went out that night. Apparently, got into an argument with his girlfriend. Went with his friends to cool off. Oh man, that's that's. He seemed like a genuinely good guy too. It's really sad to say. Really, sad. it reminds me. They haven't really brought it up. Uh, remember those uh, those Indians pitchers about twenty twenty five years ago with that boating accident? Maybe just because they didn't have the high uh, caliber of player. I mean, Bobby Ojeda was in it, but he was the most famous one. He he actually ended up living. So I think two guys died in that. I remember that as a kid. Um, so like Francesa now, because I remember it, then I remembered it better than everyone else. I, I remember that. Um, yeah, that was awful, though. Uh, and I guess we'll end the podcast with, you see, Chris Bosh, um, looks like the reign of the big three is officially over um, in, in for the Miami Heat. And it was, seems like only a few years ago. You know, they were ready to, you know, they did one, two, three, not one, not two, not three. And they got two. Uh, Chris Bosh is um, will no longer be with the the Miami Heat due to health issues and blood clots. Uh, he says he's going to continue playing. I don't think he is. Uh, I think that's him just talking with his heart, not his head. I just it, it's strange, you know. I I think they were hated. I I watched the Heat. I hate watched. I think a lot of people did. They hate watched to see what how they could lose. And when the Mavericks beat him, it was amazing. When the Spurs beat him, it was amazing. At least me. I loved it. I think you were the Heat fan or you didn't. Heat fan or you didn't. You were the Heat fan or you weren't. There we go. That's It flows better. It makes more sense. It makes sense in general. But Chris Bosh, you know, he's one of those guys where if, if you're active on the if you're active on the internet. No, no, Brian. I'm usually active on my abacus, not, not the internet. If you're... Um, uh, on social media, things like that. Chris Bosch was a pinata. He was the guy always in these ridiculous poses, and there was, you know, people always had these uh, homosexual tendencies to him. I mean, he was all a joke, uh, but he he he's he's a punching bag. He was always like the guy that um, you know people made fun of, and in reality, he seemed like the most genuine of the big three. While we all know LeBron and Dwayne Wade. They, they sat at the cool kid table with their Letterman jacket on, tripping the nerds, 
you know, dropping their lunch on him, things like that. Well, I could see Bosch being the guy who, yeah, he, he, he gets all the praise. He's the big athlete, but he's also the one who's probably, I could see playing Dungeons and Dragons with the not so cool kids. And it kind of sucks. Uh, I feel bad for Chris Bosch, especially seeing that, you know, this isn't just a basketball issue. This is a life issue. So I don't know. I, I, I just want to give my, uh, feelings on Chris Bosch. I've said this before. Um, I know I have new listeners, so I, I know some of the old listeners are like, oh, Brian, how many times are you going to use a stale, boring fucking take? But new people listen, so I don't know. Chris Bosch, you are a good man. You are a good man, and you are not like those pompous, arrogant assholes, Dwayne Wade, LeBron James of the Miami Heat. Who LeBron's gotten a lot more likable now that he's with the Cavaliers, but we still remember that press conference, that gala, hoopla, fucking pep party, pep, pep party? Pep rally to end all pep rallies. That was that was nauseating. And so much about them. And they were so good. But so much about them was nauseating. The just the arrogance by those two. And still continues. Wade, don't even get me started on Dwayne Wade. Um but Chris Bosch always sort of getting the short end of the stick when it comes to public opinion, and I think it sucks. And it's a perfect example of life is not fair. So uh, he's not dying. Uh, he has a major health issue, but it looks like he uh, will not be able to. I was very confused here. I was just looking at the stats as I'm talking. Um, and this because the game has not happened yet, CBS Sports gives you um, the season totals uh, of these players. And I'm looking, I'm like, Odell, I thought this was maybe last week. Odell Beckham, 19 receptions, 280 yards. When, when was that game? And then I look at Eli Manning, 900, that, that 925 yards, four touchdowns. That's That's got to be some sort of record. <laughs> but obviously. Anyways, uh, I'm sure you're tired of listening to uh, me incorrectly read things on the internet. So remember, you can always listen. And I want you to subscribe because so you don't miss anything um, on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, YouTube, and Google Play. Follow me on Twitter at BrianBuck13 and at RedTicketBlues. Um, and leave a rating, leave a rating. Ratings are always encouraged on Stitcher and YouTube. Keep those, give a rating anywhere, excuse me, but the ratings are the biggest on iTunes and Stitcher. iTunes, obviously number one. So if you could take the little time out of your schedule of pretending to work and uh, texting while driving and instead just go to, uh, one of those review sites and hit the stars. I don't even care if you leave a review. I'd appreciate a review, but you know, hit this, give me a five-star review and I'll consider it a personal favor to you. To, to I'll consider it a personal favorite. All right. <laughs> With all that being said, I'm out of here.